Hello and welcome to Bandcast Movie Trash. I'm DB and with me as always is Aaron. Hi guys. And Jared. Got the strongest arm. Uh, welcome to the second in our Alien double feature. Last time around we watched John Carpenter's The Thing. This time around we just got finished watching Predator from 1987. This is starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, El Padilla Carrillo. She's the woman, the lone woman in this movie. Jesse Ventura and Shane Black. And Kevin Peter Hall, who played the Predator. Yes. Before Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Aaron, did you come across that at all? The little uh, trivia note is that the Predator was originally played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. I didn't come across any kind of trivia because I didn't look for any. Okay. <laughs> that, that'll that that'll do it. I, I love watching wrestlers talk shit about each other. And it, according to an interview with Jesse Ventura, he said that um, Jean-Claude Van Damme was just complaining a lot. And then the director said, you're never working in this town again. He didn't know about his his uh, roundhouse kick. Apparently, Jean-Claude Van Damme didn't realize that he was going to be dressed up in a suit the entire time and that he would be uncredited in some way. But he he wanted to be out there showcasing his his uh, martial arts. And, um, and of course, it was hard to do in the suit. Now, the suit that they had on earlier it was stupid looking if you look it up it's a terrible looking predator that he was going to be portraying and um i mean i would i would argue that i don't know that they came that far from this terrible looking suit oh no way i haven't seen it but i i did see the predator that made it to the movie yeah, that's right. This was your first time seeing this because it came up in the course of one of our other conversations that you'd never seen Predator. And of course, that's a dangerous thing to say around here at Bandcast because then Jared and I say, oh, you got to watch Predator. <laughs> it's going to be a movie <laughs> for us. So your first time seeing the Predator and you didn't like the way this alien looked? We didn't just finish watching Predator. True. What, two weeks ago or was it a week ago? Uh, it was two weeks ago. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I remember very little from the movie. Oh, okay. That's good. Once we start talking about it, I'm sure things will come back in. But even when you were saying Carl Weathers, I was like, oh yeah, fuck. I forgot he was in that movie. You mean this movie didn't <laughs> leave you with a lasting impression of its awesomeness? Yeah. Um... Oh, for shame. Yeah, no, Aaron. I don't think so. For shame. This movie is so cool. <laughs> I had fun it watching. Is. I grew up watching this movie with uh, my childhood friend. We watched the version that had been taped off of TV. So it was only recently in the last... Oh, yeah, commercials. Oh, shit. I think we had them edited out because if you know what you're doing with the VHS, you would pause it, you know, and then you'd unpause it when the, the, the show came back on so you wouldn't have to sit through the commercials. But, yeah, we grew up watching this movie. Love this uh, movie. I don't know if I love it as much today. Jared, you grew up watching this movie too, right? Yeah. Well, I saw so I saw Predator 2 when I was like eight. Oh, yeah. Then I saw Predator when I was a teenager on one of those on demand movie channels. Okay. And I loved it, even though it was like, you know, you know, maybe 15 years after I and I used to play this game Alien versus Predator, you know, where the Predator and Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, they team up to fight aliens. Right. So I was, I was <laughs> right. obsessed with Predator. I'm like, whoa, Predator is the bad guy in the video game. He's the good guy. And oh, they have him team up. Oh, that sucks. No, Predator is awesome because Predator is terrifying. I remember being like scared as a kid watching this because it's it is this like unstoppable force. He's so much more advanced at like the, the weapons that he has. What chance would you stand against him? And then at the end. It still terrifies me even in this most recent viewing when, okay, they've somehow deduced that the Predator won't kill you if you don't have a weapon. I don't know how Schwarzenegger figured that out, but whatever. The movie needs to get get that out there. And then they're going to go hand-to-hand combat. And the Predator is massive. It's terrifying. He's dwarfing Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is not a, an easy thing to do. That's partly why they went with the new Predator, because this, other, this first Predator, Jean-Claude Van Damme, is not tall. Yeah, he's 5'9", and Kevin Peter Hall was a professional basketball player in Venezuela, so he was Ooh. nearby. You're actually giving uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme a few extra inches. I have written down here that he's 5'2", and Kevin Peter Hall is 7'2". No, he is not 5'2". That can't be for real. No, he's like 5'9". 
And I'd be surprised if he was five two. Yeah, I guess that is really short. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe somebody on the IMDb trivia was uh, having a go at him and deducting half a foot <laughs> off of him. <laughs> They didn't like blood sport. Oh man, I like Van Damme actually. So yeah, so Kevin Peter Hall, they they cast him, and everybody says he's uh, just the the nicest guy. He unfortunately passed away shortly after Predator Two, and the suit that they had him wearing weighed two hundred pounds. That's how heavy that freaking thing is. And they were filming out there in the jungle in Mexico, which actually surprised me because on this viewing, I had written down that I, I thought the sets looked fake. And I was really uh, embarrassed by seeing that, no, they were actually out there in the thick of it. It's, it's kind of weird. I mean, I guess it's a testament to the cinematography because it looks fake, but it's actually real. Yeah. Well, the cast and crew got food poisoning and then they would work out. And Carl Weathers secretly worked out because, you know, they, they wanted to make him look weaker because, you know, he's I remember that arm wrestling scene between. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That was like really something. Oh, dude, I remember that. Of course, the they're they're arm wrestling without a table, just the the hand clasp. And it's just a gratuitous Sitting shot. On the, the shots on the biceps. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting to their faces, cutting back to the biceps. I mean, <laughs> it's nuts. I wish that it would have been that. I, I wish he would have had his Chubb's hand going for that scene. <laughs> uh, a few more like uh, just like uh, research notes here. This one's for you, Aaron. Oh, I didn't want I didn't want this one to, to go unnoted. Directed by John McTiernan. Does that name ring a bell? Doesn't. For shame a second time. He directed a little movie called Die Hard. Wow. Oh, nice. He also directed Die Hard with a Vengeance, Last Action Hero, and Hunt for Red October. All great movies. This movie, actually, Aaron, also, to this movie's credit, it's got an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, had a budget of $15 million, cumulative worldwide gross, $98 million. It was the second biggest opening weekend of the year behind Beverly Hills Cop 2. I mean, I hear you. And I know that there's plenty of people that like this movie. I know this isn't like some of the other dog shit that you've had me watch where we couldn't find anybody that would like it. Thrashing. But it's just, thrashing is definitely comes to mind. It's probably number one with a bullet. This is around the same time period as thrashing. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I could see why dudes would like this movie, but me personally, uh, yes. pretty bored watching it. It's a testosterone fest. It yeah. is just a dick measuring contest. Like to the point where as jared was saying yeah on set it was still this same comp in internal competitiveness between the actors uh there was even a moment where arnold schwarzenegger had one of the uh costume uh people tell jesse ventura that his bicep was two inches bigger than arnold schwarzenegger's and then jesse ventura got a real big head about that and brought it up to arnold schwarzenegger and then um they made a bet about who had the bigger biceps. And of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger's was two inches bigger than Jesse Ventura's. He had only put the costume designer up to telling Jesse Ventura that so that he could make the bet and win it. And he won a bottle of champagne or something like that. What a <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's still kind of fun. That's uh, great. Yeah. And then, yeah, right, the working out, they all have to work out. They get up at like 4.30 in the morning or something, go work out, run run and then after the day was over they go running through the mountains again just because if one of them was going to do it the other one couldn't say i'm not going to do that i'm too tired <laughs> it's a slasher movie with a bunch of big dudes that's why i like it and they are huge man the scene where carl weathers for some reason this is right before his uh untimely death where he takes the two uzis and goes out yeah. into the and he's now shirtless and he's sitting there panting and he's all oiled up my wife just went ooh, you know <laughs> it was a it was an audible jump uh for carl weathers from my wife and it is like you're looking at these and you're like as as a man today and arnold schwarzenegger was 39 when he filmed this and at the time that i watched this i was 39 as well and it's just like god damn and when you're a kid watching this and you're like eating disorders are not only for women they're for they're for us guys too yeah <laughs> the, the body fast. dysmorphia complexes and this movie contributes to it along with things like you know gi joe he-man 
stuff like that. Dude, they look like GI Joes. Well, no, they yeah. look more like He Man because He Man yeah. was like just like totally roided out. Oh, yeah. Masters of the Jesse, Universe. Definitely. <laughs> now, attraction wise, so this didn't hold your attention even for the shirtless men. I know we I guess we already established that you're not really into Schwarzenegger, but Carl Weathers. So it's hard for me to get past Carl Weathers being Chubbs and then Carl Weathers being on Arrested Development. So to see him in this oh. role, third, was comical. Yeah, right. This is going back to where he came from. Uh, I know I, I know him from Arrested Development as well, and he is yeah. fantastic in that. You know, you get yourself a stew. Or <laughs> <laughs> he plays the untalented actor. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> There was the one guy, I, I remember the, like, the first scene where they're flying into the jungle. Yeah. And there's the one guy, see, I, I watched it so long ago now. What does he always have on him? This one guy, what's he always doing? <laughs> no, that's not a very, this one guy, what's he always doing? Yeah. He's walking. He's the it's guy like, who's always walking and he's, he's, he's talks. like flossing his teeth or brushing his hair or doing something that doesn't fit into what they're doing. Oh, you're talking about, oh. uh, you're talking about the actor Bill Duke who always is shaving himself with a dry razor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What is that about? I don't know. It what do you gives... want razor burn all over your goddamn face? Exactly. And you're in the heat scenario only do you dry shave it's the worst just razor yeah. burn constantly that would be awful in the jungle heat and humidity oh, yeah. to just be dragging a razor across your face nonstop. that's i misery. learned the hard way doing that with my legs back in the day <laughs> and never again it was like painful god awful so painful I, yeah i yeah. don't know what that is and then of course the scene where he's doing it and then he is putting so much Cuts pressure himself. on it that it snaps the Ew, razor gross. and then of course we cut back to him we cut away and then we cut back to him and there's no gash on his cheek it would be <laughs> gashed open it would never stop bleeding <laughs> yeah that's For like right. an it's... hour later it'd still be bleeding just a little bit it really would i mean because oh god razor cuts are yeah i know it, it that was driving me crazy too Dude, he's, he's good with sharp thumbs. Remember when he told Carl Weathers, hey, man, watch out. And he takes a knife out and then he kills the scorpion. Yeah. Who was, but then there was like a, a white guy on the plane that said something so misogynistic or. Oh, you're talking about Jesse the Body Ventura, who said this oh, should okay. make you a sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> oh yeah that sounds right oh i'm sorry maybe you're actually uh thinking of the uh shane black is the actor's name he's the one who's making the pussy jokes is that what you mean i don't mind the pussy jokes no oh, okay. I, I got where that guy was coming from and i believe that he was you know just as much a feminist oh. he just liked a good pussy joke or two i think jesse ventura is who i'm thinking about yeah he's he had a line on the plane i probably should have written it down i didn't yeah, know it was maybe be you know it's yeah. worthwhile and so we recorded it i usually watch it like the day that we record so it's all fresh it's good our listeners love us just vague <laughs> our <laughs> listeners love vague allusions to something that may have been said by some guy who is always doing something <laughs> they, they love that that's what they tune in for he like kept blinking or like breathing he kept just doing something oh so annoying the people that keep breathing oh my god flexing their muscles well this is a good time to point out that this movie features two former u.s state governors right i know oh, kingmaker that's brilliant <laughs> came out of this movie <laughs> And Isn't you got it. I think you would have to give some credit to this movie in some way because, uh, I don't know, Americans like a strong man. That and the best insult a black guy calls a black person with dreadlocks a predator. Really? Yeah. Have you heard that insult? No. Oh, my God. It, it, it's so funny when someone calls in somebody with a dreadlocks predator. You know, usually someone bald usually calls somebody with dreadlocks. Maybe I'll start doing that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. This is a perfect time to start. To start. <laughs> it's, it's 2020. We're beyond all that racial shit in this country. Or are we? Or is it just a good division, a good way to divide people and distract people from the real issues? Hey, let's yeah. get rid of all the statues and that'll solve everything, guys. And then uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer will put on some fucking African scars and take a knee and all our problems are solved. <laughs> but yeah, you didn't mention about how people put black squares on their social media page oh that's right yeah that so, was the big that was the big turning point i bet you feel American like a history. fool now don't i you? do 
I do. And I missed that boat. I totally did. I missed it too. I was at, I was at one of the reasons why we had to cancel is I was at one of those protests and, uh, we almost got shot. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jared almost got shot. I, I was this close to being in a new Rage Against the Machine music video. <laughs> <laughs> Love Rage Against the Machine. Oh my god. Uh, wait, what were we talking about with? Oh, so it was this fucking stupid movie Predator. That's what we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Just to backtrack real quickly, because we would be remiss if we did not mention that this movie starts with essentially the exact same opening as the thing. Uh, the uh, previous movie in this double feature which is we just get a shot of an alien spacecraft heading toward earth except this time it doesn't appear to crash land it, it appears that this capsule was just jettisoned out of it and it's like uh, here's your here's your drop-off point and now the predator is uh here in the woods now here's a good question and it's the same question for the thing too would you have preferred to have that scene cut out and just come into this movie really not knowing that there is going to be an alien element. I kind of think that it would have been better without it. Well, the thing is, is that you know that it's going to be an alien movie before you even go see it. Yeah, from the ads and stuff. But if you went from the ads, but if you see it, it really feels like, oh, it must be some crazy gorilla guy. And then Uh, you're like, yo, it's a stealth alien. Well, we don't know if it's an alien. I think with Predator for sure, because it's like when you hear the thing that could be that sounds like it's an alien or it's not a human life form. But like Predator, you don't know what's hunting them at first. Right. And just like them, they figure it could be uh, another man. Right. Or yeah, with the high tech suit. Yeah. Like when Arnold Schwarzenegger challenges it to hand to hand combat and then the Predator takes off that helmet. Or a guerrilla company. Like, because this movie really starts out as like a, a jungle war movie, essentially. Yeah. Like, they're called in here to help. It felt like Tropic Thunder. Well, yeah, Tropic Thunder, Apocalypse Now. It's got a little bit of Apocalypse Now, especially in the helicopter scene when they're flying in and they're listening to. Oh, I can't remember what the name of the song is. But it felt very, um, very apocalypse now to me. If you guys have ever seen that, yeah, Charlie can't surf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, the surfing. We should do that movie just so Jared and I can have uh, half an hour to talk about surfing. <laughs> Dude, unrelated note: my friend's dad is uh, from Vietnam, and his American name is Charlie Win. He's Vietnamese, so his last name is Win. Yeah, Charlie Win. <laughs> <laughs> He had three children with a white woman, and there are—I think—two of them are heroin addicts. Oh, okay. Well, the American dream. American dream. <laughs> That's good. Let's let's. It's good. Let's lighten the mood. Can you tell us uh, how how their rehab is going? Uh, not good. Uh, and then, and then the youngest one, my friend, apparently stole my brother's PlayStation and Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're still doing their tour of duty with heroin oh, yeah. right now. Maybe they were put up to it by the kids' parents, you know, get them focused more on schoolwork, less than his PlayStation. That's what I'm going to do yeah. if uh, my daughter gets into video games. I'm going to find a heroin addict and say, hey, you know what? Here's a few bucks. Slip in, steal the, the fucking video game console. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to be the one to take the video game system away from her. That's right. I'm her friend. I'm not her parent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you heroin addict. I need you to parent my kid. <laughs> that's right that's what we show you kid your society's <laughs> society's parents surrogate parents uh i did like when the uh helicopter we are still in the first opening minutes of this movie by the way but um i did like when this they show this helicopter coming in when you know schwarzenegger and his crew are going to meet with carl weathers uh to get their mission it does look like they shot this army helicopter landing just over some locals and boats who had no idea a film was shooting they just see some <laughs> fucking army helicopters and they're terrified <laughs> That they're about to get lit up and thought that was good. You're like, oh, here comes some more American back genocide. <laughs> here, yeah. <laughs> it's more realistic. Yeah. Just like in real life. It's good. They start you just see them actually, they had to uh, blot out the white flags that they were that they were waving. <laughs> Here's a question that I have that bothers me throughout this movie. So when Schwarzenegger here meets Carl Weathers, Dutch meeting Dylan. So Dutch asks, why did you ask us? Why did you bring us in on this? And Carl Weathers' introduction is because some damn fool said you were the best. (laughs) 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 Which, Which I have questions about because 
so these are this is the best team that they can find. When they first get to this guerrilla compound and they make this raid, they have absolutely no plan other than just blow the shit out of everyone. There's no strategic plan. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is just going to wing it. He's just going to see this car that's on the, the that's up on blocks and he's going to lift it up and send it careening into it. And then we're just going to start shooting everybody. There's no strategic plan. Who cares about the other hostages? Just go in and start wasting everything. I like how they let the hostage die. And then they're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, they because they, they were camped out there for like a few hours. They were waiting. Once uh, once they kill the last hostage, then that means we don't have to worry about saving them. We can just go in and kill everybody. That's right. Political commentary? Question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very, it's very subversive. Can he actually lift a car? I mean, I feel like the answer is no. But then I know they have these like strongest man competitions and... He's of that variety of guy. So I'm like, is that actually something that's possible? I would say absolutely. Jared, can he can he lift that car, that truck? Why not? Dude, that, that's, <laughs> you know, I see those American strongest ones. Yo, man, he's got Iceland strength. Yeah. And it is the flatbed part of the truck. Is that right? Am I remembering it correctly? So it's yeah. kind of like most of the weight is up at the front. Not that it's not that it's light in the back, but I think I bought I bought it. I think he could have done okay. it. He's showcasing his pumping iron skills. Yeah. 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 And that's another gratuitous shot. We have to linger on that with with him hoisting that up. And yeah, I can't even carry my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you see his face popping out. <laughs> it's something that my wife is uh, keen to point out to me often and i'm like you weigh you're the same weight as me like we're both like the same i'm a couple inches taller but we weigh the same because my wife my wife's nigerian she's got a lot of muscle on her and it's like i can't i can't do this thing i'll break my back she shames me every time every time it comes up i'm gonna start shaming you now too (laughs) no i'm not saying i don't deserve it but i'm just saying it it does uh it is something that uh is there you know it's not like she weighs 100 pounds she weighs 100 here's a question can she lift you (laughs) that would be the worst (laughs) i i have brought that up i'm like you might you probably have a better shot of lifting me and uh no, she uh, she couldn't do that either. So fortunately, I have that. I have that. Okay. At least. You have that edge. You yeah. got to hold on to that. If you see her working out, you better get right up there <laughs> yeah, with I her. I know. I know. I get nervous. Eat some plantains, and I think you'll be able to catch up. Okay, right. Yeah. Get some get some of those going in, man. A lot of protein in there. I'm sure they. I'm sure that's what the cast of this movie ate, was plantains. And, uh... <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of sugar. And raw eggs. Raw eggs like uh, Stallone and Rocky. Yeah, that's true. That's why Apollo lost. You know, speaking of this... Um, I, I have a speaking of, too. But I want you to go first. Oh, okay. Because you're asking, okay, can Schwarzenegger lift the, the truck? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go with that. Again, I just keep coming back to that line. Some damn fool said you were the best. And then when they find this downed helicopter and there are ropes hanging down and they have to climb up it, they're going, ugh, ugh. They're struggling to climb up this rope, and this rope has knots in it so that you can easily put your feet on as leverage. And these are the the strong men who are struggling to climb up this rope. I could climb up that rope. The strategy is, even when there aren't knots... I'm a great rope climber. Yeah, because you just do that thing where you just... Got to use all your limbs. Yeah, you use the the your feet, and you kind of you you create like a step in the in the rope. It's so easy to climb up a rope unless you're just going to do it hand over hand. That's where it's hard. But it's these the are the team. this is the best team. Best team can, can't yeah. climb a rope. They they didn't do cardio. They can't figure out how to not lose all their energy while they climb up the rope. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Well, just speaking of Rocky, got me thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger with that bet with um jesse the body jesse ventura yep about who had the uh the girthier arm and i'm just (laughs) i just know where you're going by your use of the word girth okay go ahead proceed (laughs) i'm just curious about whether or not Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> whether or not Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger have ever had a face off of their penises. Yeah, I don't. Because I feel like Rocky is the winner there. <laughs> I, I agree. You don't call him the Italian Stallion for nothing. It's all speculation. Yeah. And until proven otherwise. I already know he has the bigger nutsack. Right. 
Carl Weathers can confirm that. And now Carl Weathers and Rocky, I don't know where I'm going there. I think Carl might, but that's just based on stereotypes. Yeah, no, we can't. That's that's unfair. <laughs> you can't bring in a ringer. But I don't think Schwarzenegger's ever posed nude, or he might have. I'm on it. Oh no, no, I. Oh, oh you know, Billy did. I shot myself. The guy who played Billy? Now, the guy who played Billy, that actor's name is Sonny Landum. And uh, we'll just jump to him real quick. The film company's insurance required that Sonny Landum, who played Billy, the Native American guy, or I think he's Native American. Is that right? Yeah. They required that he have a bodyguard with him at all times. Not for his safety, but for the safety of everyone else around him because he's apparently a notorious maniac and he gets into fights with people on set. So they, the insurance company is like, you can hire him, but we need a bodyguard to protect everyone else on set from him. He's such a <laughs> lunatic. I love that. Uh, we're in luck, guys. Uh-oh. Aaron's got an update <laughs> on the girth competition between Schwarzenegger and Stallone. It's coming at you. Oh, no. Am I getting a text again? Of- <laughs> oh, I got to see this. He really had a healthy bush on him. I respect that. But I think um, I think Rocky's got the better looking bird. <laughs> Definitely circumcised. I, I got two more points about some damn fool said that this team was the best. Dutch's team is the best. They have a guy once they've taken this woman hostage, he gets gently tapped with a stick and then he allows this 95-pound woman to make a break for it. But somehow, again, they're the best. When she runs away from them, their strategy is deep in enemy territory, just to run through the woods screaming, where are you? (laughs) That's their strategy. They're in enemy territory, but they're the best team, guys. They're the best team that they could get. Shirtless biceps. They just want to show their biceps. That, that's what they're the best at. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. that and their girthiness. They're the best at posing nude and walking around with their shirts off. Yeah. Funny, as an adult, I'm like, yeah, some of this doesn't make sense. Like, I didn't know, like, Mac and um, uh, Jesse Ventura's characters were good friends. So you're talking about Mac and Blaine. Jesse Ventura's character is Blaine. And after Blaine is killed, Mac takes it very hard. And there's this scene where Mac tells Dutch in a very loaded and poignant way, he was my friend. And Dutch reacts by giving him a very blank look. And I had written down here, are we to take this as Mac's coming out? Like we're Mac and Blaine... Did they have a stronger than a typical collegiate relationship? Is that what we're to so, take there? Are you saying they were going re- Greco-Roman on each other? <laughs> Maybe. It would just be, it's kind of a cool storyline and it's it's progressive for the 80s, yeah. right? Definitely for the 80s. Nah, he wouldn't get with Mac. Or Mac, Mac wouldn't get with Blaine. He's too much of a meathead. Jesse the Body Ventura, pro wrestler. Funny guy, little little nutty when he gets into his conspiracy theories, but still uh, cool. He's a surfer, lives in or lived in Baja, California, just across the border. Yeah, yeah, he's a pacifist. He was a green. He actually is a green beret or was a green beret. I don't know if it's kind of like that thing where you always are a green beret. That dude's tough. And, um, you know, they did a lot of training. Uh, they had uh, some army people train the actors here. And Jesse, you know, this was nothing for Jesse. The Green Beret training is bonkers, like uh, to become a Green Beret. And he <laughs> said in one of the documentaries, he's like, I wouldn't take any of these people into enemy territory with me. But, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but they did a good job for the movies. You know, he's, I, I love the way Jesse Ventura talks. You can just sit there and listen Dude, to him. Great. <laughs> he's so good. <laughs> the, the, the best team. Dutch, who says at one point he makes he draws a very sharp conclusion where he says he's using the trees, referring to the predator. You know, instead of using the ocean or the open plains, he actually makes the conclusion that eh, I think the predator might be using the trees in this here jungle to get around. Good job. Good work, Dutch. He's the brains of the operation, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> which says a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
Because you got Jesse Ventura, who's walking around with a Gatling gun from a helicopter that is yeah. he has slung over his shoulder. That actually is a Gatling gun from a helicopter. <laughs> they, yeah, they're yeah, like, I never understood why that was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. For thrill of warfare. I can't remember how heavy they said that thing was, but it weighs a ton. Then you have the bullets for it, and then you have the batteries to operate that thing. They said it was massive heavy, and you're trekking through the jungle with it. And as they're trekking through the jungle, this is after the the attack in the gorilla compound, and still after they know that there's something out there killing them. And Jesse Ventura is walking with it, and he keeps sweeping it across the people in front of him. Right, that's not how you would walk with with a gun. You don't sweep it across the people in front of you who are on your side, because <laughs> you know guns have a tendency to go off at, at times. Well, they just—he's letting them know that he's there. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> After he lost that bet, he's got to let them know I'm still here with this gun. He's kind of like he could be the understudy from Showgirls, where this is how he's gonna start. He's gonna take Dutch's place. <laughs> you don't get—you don't walk in front of Jesse. Maybe have him walk in the. Front. Sorry, there. there's no staircases here. I, there's no staircases, but I got this 300-pound Gatling gun <laughs> that <laughs> might come in handy. <laughs> he was a great heel commentator in WWF, by the way. Dude, his promos in the 80s were amazing. He's like, I am the best. I toured with REO Speedwagon. Wait, he toured with REO Speedwagon? Why would uh, he? He was like their bodyguard. Oh. And then he had this beret because he was going bald. So he would just use that to cover up his hair. And then he would just start flexing in front of a blue screen. Any opportunity to remind people that he was a green beret, right? Oh, Jesse, yeah. that green beret. Well, you know, I was a green beret back in the 70s. The American sniper, Chris Kyles, what a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, I don't understand what that, that whole thing was. I don't really know the whole story, but it did seem quite questionable. Oh, by Jesse. the way, I know somebody who served with him in Iraq, and he told me that guy was a piece of shit. You'll have to tell me more about that story because... Um, well, he was on cocaine when he was telling me this story, so, you know, I don't... Know. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and drink. Well, that makes it even better. Now you know it's true. Yeah. I got noted here, camouflage. Camouflage doesn't work if one of you is wearing it and the other is dressed up for a square dance. Now, that's referring to Jesse Ventura, who is marching through with a cowboy hat and a black tank top. And the the guy next to him, right. Yeah, and the guy next to him is all done up in camouflage. That kind of spoils it for the guy who's in camouflage when you're... When you're bringing all this attention to yourself, because that doesn't quite blend in the cowboy hat, especially uh, in the jungles of uh, South America or Central America, wherever they are. Predator sees infrared sights. They didn't explain the predator is looking for a fight with the strongest people, usually American commandos who are the best. That's right. This movie is a very slow burn. That's why I was saying, like, if you didn't know that this was going to be an alien movie from that uh, opening scene or you hadn't seen any of the previews, the trailers, you might not know that this is going to be an alien movie until very late into the movie. And we don't actually get to see the alien kind of a la Jaws in a way until late in the movie. We see like the kind of like weird shape form and we start to get an idea that there's something going on here. But the first, you know, 30 minutes is just like commando, right? Essentially, it's just like an Arnold Schwarzenegger war movie or commando movie. But when they find the bodies and they're all skinned, that is fucking wicked. Yeah. And then when the the first guy of their team gets taken and they just find his skin just laying in a heap and it's almost hard to tell like what it is you're looking at. These are things that were edited for television when I was growing up. Uh so didn't quite have a good sense of it and seeing it now that you know the the rate R-rated version where unedited for television is pretty cool. But I do like how they um say that uh, I think it's Mac who says that's no way for a soldier to die. Again, maybe not the brightest tool in the box because I'm pretty sure he was dead before he skinned him. Yeah, I don't think they skin you alive, but I could be wrong. If not for a soldier, then who is it for to die like that? His ex-wife. That's who he's... <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's Take a my lovely, wife, lovely lady. She actually, I think, uh, owns the GW Zoo now because um, she was able to prove that it was an illegal transfer to that. Who's that tool that wears the affliction shirts? Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff. That it was an illegal transfer. So I think Carol Baskin now owns the GW Zoo. 
There you go. Wow. But when they first spot the Predator, and then this is a great scene. It's after Blaine, Jesse Ventura, gets killed. And then Mac comes up, and he picks up the Gatling gun and just starts just mowing everything down. And then everybody else comes up. It's like, oh, it's a gun party? Cool. <laughs> We're all going to shoot into <laughs> blindly into the into the woods. And I just kind of have written down here, like, it's we have unlimited bullets with us, right? So there's, like, no need to worry about if there's another enemy unit we need to face after this. We'll just blow all our bullets shooting into the fucking woods. It's awesome, though. So much fun. Fine. So cool. Just screaming. Yeah. When the Gatling gun runs out of bullets and it's just spinning and smoking. Oh, that's such a great, such a great cinematic scene right there. The only scene that I don't like in the movie that looked fake was when Arnold jumps onto the river after the Predator. Everything else looks great. But I think it just, it was the age of the film. But everything else looks still good. Oh, so that was like the B unit uh, footage where they show him going over the the waterfall. You're t- you're yeah. referring to right, and it's clearly a stunt man. Yeah, and I think that stunt man broke his leg on that. Oh, makes I sense. Think I can't remember if it was this movie, but I think there was an issue with the B unit shooting that footage uh, having the wrong film stock. So there is kind oh. of a jarring. Yeah, it looks grainier than the the rest of it, but they didn't have the ability to go back and reshoot that. But I mean, that was real though. That was a real dude going over the waterfall. That's pretty intense stunt work right there. Now I feel yeah. bad because I know what it's like to do something and have someone take a picture of it and then say, we didn't get it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, Jared's looking at me very sternly because that was when I was taking video of him at Huntington beach and I missed his good ways. <laughs> I lost him in the, in the lineup. Uh, it's yeah. all right. Dude, I said I was wrong. sorry, Jared. All right. <laughs> it was it's hard to see somebody with a black wetsuit but when when i'm wearing a red helmet and a red board <laughs> and you're just taking a picture of some girl just paddling and right. i'm like doing like sharpest turns with a single uh, was he he was perving out on someone instead of shooting your video Oh, yeah. I, I was actually facing the <laughs> beach and these women were rubbing suntan lotion on each other. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> I, and I gave Jared the footage, too, so he could share. You can keep the footage I got. I spread the wealth. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about The Predator now. Aaron, this being your first time, this is your first exposure to Predator in total, right? You've never seen any of the sequels, read any of the comics? <laughs> no, of course not. Okay. Not video games? Uh, this was not just my first, but also my last time seeing Predator. Famous last words, because there is a sequel that's pretty bad (laughs) that is right up our alley because let me just tell you that the sequel stars gary Busey and donald glover donald glover that's right and it it's set in la and it features jamaican voodoo gangs so yeah that didn't help mm -hmm. the predator stereotype either right well okay so the the actual the look of the predator is modeled off of jamaican warrior Jamaican warrior yeah. like headdress. It's badass looking. It looks I great. love the look of the Predator. It's so cool. A, a shout out. I forgot to mention this. I was going to mention this before you were talking um, about uh, that line that I guess uh, it, it sounds like a comical insult that black people use for each other, calling them a Predator if you have dreadlocks. Yeah, which I think is the funniest insult ever because it's said with so much conviction. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell that whoever says, whoever calls somebody a predator is bitter that they lost their hair at a young age. This isn't like in any way, you know, a denigration of that. It just looks cool. It looks badass. I love Great. the look of the predator with the mask. Once we first see him now, he's been cloaked in his cloaking device. You know, I like that, that kind of use of, teasing us along the way for quite a while until he finally it's after he gets wounded that he takes off his cloaking device and we see him and that helmet and those those dreadlock things and he's huge it is so cool Aaron yeah yeah he's definitely getting in the Eiffel Tower oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin man. Peter Hall baby <laughs> Wait, you, you mean the actual predator himself huh yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Eiffel Tower with who? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Maybe I'd just be a one-on-one deal with the Predator and myself. Oh. Did you find yourself attracted at all to Schwarzenegger sort of by the end when he's 
doing all of this, taking on the predator one by one. He sets up all these traps. He goes through all of this process because I know that you, we've learned over the last year of doing this show, that you are not impressed with the techies, but you are impressed with the man who does things with his hands. I am. Now, I know that you weren't impressed with Schwarzenegger in general. We learned that from Total Recall. But seeing him here doing all of this and then seeing him light the torch and go stand on the end of that log and just scream out in that great primal yell, did that get any juices flowing at all? All right, throw him in there. I'll let him be the third. Okay, all right. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger owes me, man. I'm his wingman. (laughs) You know what it is, though, with me, with Arnold? I just don't think he's a very good actor. No? Well, No, I really don't. It's always just kind of awkward for me. So, like, I can't really take any movie he's in seriously. Oh, I don't know why I said, like, no? Like, I'm surprised? Like, no, he's (laughs) he's not good and not a good actor, except in maybe Terminator, because it plays to his strengths, which is being robotic. Well, he's playing a robot. Right. Yeah. Kindergarten cop. I would be oh. <laughs> willing to watch Terminator 2 with you guys just because I feel like everybody says. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I would give that a shake. That's that's such a good movie. I And I do agree that it'll probably be the best thing that I ever see him in. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, I, I just, I shy away from the Schwarzenegger movies. I agree with you. He's not a good actor. He's not very good in here, but he does have a certain charm. And I think that was yeah. something that I mentioned too in Total Recall. I think, yeah, I don't know if his charm extends to the fairer sex. Okay. I'm sure in some circumstances it does, but I think he has this charm that like dudes think is a cool charm to have, but like ladies aren't necessarily swooning over it. Unless uh, you're cleaning his house and then yeah, <laughs> and then apparently his, his charm works wonders. <laughs> or you're a cannon. Rocky has a better bird too, by the way. It's confirmed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I went back and looked at them side by side. So wait, are you attracted to question. no? You, but you weren't attracted to Stallone either. You're calling him a blockhead. Well, yeah, because he is. But if I had between <laughs> Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger, I go Stallone. Well, he's an East Coast guy. That's why he's a Philly boy. Yeah, no, I like the East Coast swag. You know that, Jerry. What were you saying about uh, Schwarzenegger? He has the action hero look where you don't really need to act. Sure. You know, and then when you look at him, you're like, oh shit, this guy can fight. You know, he looks intimidating. I don't know if he can fight very well, but he no. yeah, it says he looks intimidating, and I, you can cut around him. I don't know how much uh, martial arts training. You don't think of Schwarzenegger as like being a good fighter, but just brute force, no. probably right. Brute force, just good for action. Although Rocky or Rocky Stallone, Stallone, I think has boxing background. Is that right? He does. I yeah. mean, not just obviously Rocky playing Rocky, but does he actually have like a background in boxing? I think he does. I think he does because it looks like it because I. I trained as a boxer yeah and you know it, it looks convincing enough yeah boxing is a is a huge skill you know it's funny about this because like in japan if you watch like a japanese even a comedy you can tell by their stance that they have more awareness of what a proper f- punch and kick looks like so even when they're doing messing around they have like the proper stance but in american movies sometimes you can tell because of ufc's popularity they have better stance of you know how to do a grapple or how to do a punch and then you watch some of these 80s movies, and you're like, oh, wow. How would you write? Well, so in this one, the fighting is between Schwarzenegger, once we're here at the end, between he and the Predator, it's really just brute force. I mean, because it's hard to show. It's brute force, which is perfect. They had originally wanted you know, there to be this great martial arts be exhibited by the Predator, which is why they got Jean-Claude Van Damme. But now once they go to this thing, and it's a 200-pound suit. And I think even initially with the Van Damme one, it was still too heavy for him to do much in it. So that's why they just kind of... Uh, uh, did away Nothing with that that idea, not. but it's just it just becomes like just brute force between right the the predator and Schwarzenegger, but it still works so well because it's, I think I'm glad they did that because it looks so much better. Yeah, I still don't understand about how he covered himself in mud. The predator can't see it. I don't oh, understand I that. Love well, that part. All right, it looks cool. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> plot device, right? Because then of course once he falls in the water, you're terrified. You're like, oh my god, now he can be seen. I don't know why the predator can't see any heat from his eyes 
right? His eyes are wide open. Uh, but and of course, there's so many flaws in that. But it's a cool his story. face. Oh my god, his face when he's putting the mud on was so funny. Really? That was funny. probably my favorite part of the movie. He looked like crazy and desperate. It's so because you're you're all alone. Oh my gosh, this movie really is like terrifying because you put yourself in Schwarzenegger's shoes and you're having to confront this. And now of course, again, sort of symbolism of He's abandoned all of the modern the implements of war and he's gone back to the jungle, the 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 dawn of man. And now he's going to create his own uh, weapons by, you know, out of sticks and, and uh, using his, his brain power. No more oh, guns, yeah, he, no nothing. He did some Kevin McAllister shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. This is this is the uh, the prequel to Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, this is the inspiration of you know Home Alone. They're like, let's instead of Jungle Spike, let's use marbles. <laughs> that's right. Now I want to see Kevin McAllister go up against Predator. That's right, Ooh. Predator Three. You guys give up, or are you thirsty for more? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just see the three red dots on Kevin's forehead and then his brains explode <laughs> out behind him. That would be great because I don't know if I have a lot of love for Home Alone or Colin McCulkin in that movie. Fuck him. What? I, I just don't understand what your barometer is. Ugh, I don't Home know. Home Alone is no good. I liked it when I was a kid, but I don't know. When's the last time you watched it? Probably when I was a kid. Yeah, it's great. It really? still holds up. It outsmarts the dumb bandits. A lot of slapstick. Oh, it's got slapstick, you know. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we we know how I feel about that. We know how Jared feels about it, so Jared loves it. <laughs> I love me good slapstick. Like, Jingle All the Way, another Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> There's Jingle All the Way. There is slapstick in Home Alone, but Kevin is witty. I mean, that's the funny part for me. Uh-huh. He's great. You're wrong. Witty, you say. He's... <laughs> But well, like, it's, like it's it's giant. his rapier wit it competes with Oscar Wilde. <laughs> hey, but the wit of Predator, you know, when when you put mud in, not so bright. You could have taken the mask off the whole time. Yeah. But I, yeah, I love this movie, by the way. So uh, it's hard for me to critique it like that. Oh, there's plenty to critique. I mean, this is a this is a dumb, fun movie for sure. But Dude, I mean, it's, it's a slasher with a bunch of roided dudes, man. That's how I, that's how scary it is. Yeah, I guess it just feels too much like my childhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. this is... <laughs> what a bunch of guidos all pumping, this pumping and getting haunted by a dude yeah. with dreadlocks growing up in Jersey. And how did you go <laughs> growing up in Jersey? This is uh. The, the jungle of Jersey, and then the predator is what? Just everyone outside of the family and within the family? Or what are we talking about? It would be a lot of within the family, the, you know, the, the arm wrestling competitions. Okay. They didn't show these guys getting into little scuffles between one another, but we know they did. Oh, yeah. Now, how did you feel about the premise that here is the predator they're able to deduce that he's well he rips out the spines the neck the skull with the spine it's just so wicked cool that's his trophy yeah he's just here to kill kind of like quasi the most dangerous game right he's here to kill humans the um reminds me of the most dangerous game oh for sure yeah definitely like an influence for this predator. He's just like uh, an intergalactic big game hunter. I guess what I don't understand is we get to a point where we realize this is an alien that we're fighting. Why are we still here? Oh, why haven't they figure out that it's an alien? Let's get our shit. Let's get to the chopper. And then they're start throwing bombs over this bitch. Oh well, that's. What are you on the ground fighting with it for? Well, they're trying to get to the chopper. They they. Uh... It ain't nothing. Well, yeah, they send the other ones. It ain't nothing for uh, you know. Throw a couple bombs over something. We're no stranger to that. They didn't know about the mud. So if they knew about the mud, they would have gotten to the chopper. Well, I don't have time to bleed. Well, yeah, they trying to get to the extraction point, but they can't. They don't totally know what they're dealing with. They just know that this thing just keeps coming out of nowhere and killing them, and they can't even like really see it. And then for Schwarzenegger, it's almost like he's sacrificing himself to help the woman get away in a way because he she'll run she'll run to the chopper and he'll be the kind of 
decoy to lure the predator away from her, even though we suspect that the predator isn't going to kill her because... Yeah, she should be the decoy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's That's how I would do it. Yeah, I mean, this is what we saw Schwarzenegger do in Total Recall with the guy on the escalator. I mean, this is is a really, this is a change of heart for him. Instead of using the innocent bystander as a human shield, he helps her. But that's, again, speaking, he's much more heroic here. I, I thought you meant, why are we here? Like, why haven't these things just come and wiped all humans off the face of the earth since it seems like they certainly have the uh the power to do so and i think it's just because we're the planet earth with humans is just sort of like their hunting ground like their big game animal enclosure yeah it, it's sort of like if you think of predator as uh eric and donald trump jr yeah they're just they want to take selfies with you know commandos they killed well he's not in my eiffel tower anymore oh dang predator <laughs> predator's so sullen He's hanging his head, walking out. Oh, so then who's taking Predator, Predator's place then? I guess I'd have to take Carl Weathers on. Oh. Oh. Just for the story. That's going to be a lot to take on. You're going to have to do some stretches before before Carl Weathers oh, yeah. comes in there. <laughs> I'll get limber. He's okay. going to go the distance like Apollo. I wonder who he likes better, Stallone or so, um, Schwarzenegger. Well, you know what? The original premise for Predator was because they joked about Rocky Four, and they're like, what's Rocky going to fight next, an alien? And then they came up with the screenplay of uh, Predator, which is originally called The Hunter. But wait, when did Rocky Four come out? Because I think this movie had been kind of in pre-production for like two years. When did Rocky Four come out? This is 87, so we're going back to 85? I think it's 85, but... Oh, okay. See, I think this has more to do with alien and aliens right the popularity of aliens yeah having come out so let's get our own sort of alien franchise out there so this yep, movie 1985 okay so that's interesting maybe it's a combination of those two things i mean a lot goes into well, alien and aliens were also made by fox so with predator and it's um let's get a uh a, another aliens are big so let's get another uh, alien movie and this one is great and then um it's a very steep decline from here onward because then you have Predator 2 and it's a disaster. It's so and stupid. And Alien versus Predator. Yeah, those Alien versus Predator movies, which I would never watch. And then the recent one sounds pretty stupid too. But yeah. oh, And then there was one that came out like uh, about 10 years ago called Predators. Now, Shane Black, he's the guy who's telling the pussy jokes. Uh, Shane yeah. Black is great. He actually got his entrance broke into Hollywood because he wrote the screenplay for Lethal Weapon. And that's kind of how he's here. It's a little weird that he's here as an actor, just like as yeah. kind of a side character. But he also wrote and directed uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is pretty good. Yep. And one of my all-time favorite movies, The Nice Guys from a few years back with Ryan Gosling oh. and Russell Crowe. That movie is hilarious. That movie is so I like great. That show. I haven't seen that one yet. I would love to have never seen it and be watching it for the first time because it's hilarious. It's such a good movie. I, I really recommend that one. Unfortunately, guys, looks like I'm not going to be able to find a picture of Carl Weathers naked. Oh, bummer. Because <laughs> he, he played professional football. Yeah. He was in the AFL before it merged with the NFL. So he's he's used to seeing people's dicks <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. It's a bummer. We're going to have to find a way to cheer Aaron up now for the rest of this uh <laughs> the show here because she's very she's very down i mean i'm i'm happy enough to see that arnold schwarzenegger had a nude okay that's a that's a consolation prize oh we got to talk about his uh booby traps i mean dutch comes up with these awesome booby traps he's losing the fight getting just pummeled by the predator these scenes are cool because again the predator is so much bigger than Schwarzenegger, who you know is this massive dude. We saw him lift a truck, for God's sakes, earlier in the movie, and he's dwarfed by this predator, getting the shit kicked out of him. But he gets him to this booby trap, and then when you see the predator figure it out and then come around, you're like, oh, fuck. But I guess that was part of the plan. He knew, like, that, yeah. was, that is the deception. I, I think that's really cool scripting. I hope this is not what the aliens look like. Yeah, we should talk about the alien when he takes off his face. What was your reaction to that? Because the first time you see it... It's not good. Oh, I man. Just, I hope that's not what they actually look like. What do you hope that they look like? 
Alf. Um, I mean, I hope they look like Alf and have the same sense of humor because I love Alf. I definitely want them to have his sense of humor. <laughs> Except the eating cat part. I'm not cool with that. You guys are, but. Oh, right. Uh, elf ate cats. That's another reason I hope they're Alf. Too many cats yeah. running around. Vermin. Oh. <laughs> Their hair is too much, and they are sneaky motherfuckers. Of course, the uh, the predator is dying, and Dutch takes sympathy on it. And in that moment where he takes sympathy on it and uh, doesn't decides not to kill it, he sets off his uh, detonator. And Dutch is somehow able to get away by running, I guess, 100 feet. And that's enough yeah. to avoid this uh, mushroom clown explosion. But okay, whatever. And then he's uh, rescued by the helicopter and then we're out. I love that the timing worked out for him with the helicopter. That there wasn't any coordinating that needed to be done. That's 80s action movie trope. Yeah. Hey, where were you guys just a couple of hours ago? You could have helped me out here. <laughs> I wouldn't have, wouldn't have had to fight this thing and get the crap beat out of me. I mean, he's got to have lifelong injuries from that. Dementia, CTE. And then think of what his wife's going to suffer. Oh, I don't think Dutch is the Marion type. No. Nah. Although I will say that I, I forgot to mention this back when you were talking about acting and uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, the acting throughout here, maybe um, maybe Mac might actually be the other good actor in here. The other guys, they're kind of... It, Shane Black was pretty good, too, but, you know, you got yeah. Jesse the Body. And it, Jesse the Body, maybe it's not acting, but he's just playing himself, and it's fun. It's great. Schwarzenegger, not exactly good. Carl Weathers, actually, I thought was, was fine. Carl Weathers, great. But I thought the woman... Alpita Carrillo, I thought she was really solid. Like It was good yeah. to have her in amongst this because she really plays the fear. And I, I thought she was great in this. She deserves uh, a lot of credit for helping helping this movie when she's, you know, playing off of not such great actors. And she looks great. I remember even young watching this thinking, there's a beautiful lady. Yeah. That's why they didn't kill her. She's in the, the, the heat. You know, she got the tank top sweaty good look you think the predator spared her because she's hot i think so i yeah. would i think he probably did well there's your answer so we had this very tense movie a solid enough ending i don't like the music at the ending and then we go to these end credits did you guys have any notes about these end credits where we have this uh these credit reels like the end of an 80s tv show where they're yeah, all smiling to the weird. camera where the fuck did that come from and why what was that about a lot of cocaine yeah <laughs> we're just gonna shit all over this this very tense movie don't worry all these guys are still alive like what was that they're smiling to the camera they just got back from their uh, mountain run oh yeah. I think it's messed up they didn't credit Kevin Peter Hall, though. Oh, well, he did get credited, and actually, he... He was the helicopter pilot. He was the helicopter pilot, that's right, yeah. So that he wasn't always behind a mask, so that he could get uh, his face on camera, which is cool. He's also the guy who played Harry in Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, there's a movie I like. <laughs> I remember liking that movie, too. We watched that as a family growing up. Any other notes? Anything we missed? Oh, uh, I got I got an update. Jesse Ventura might run as a writing candidate for president. Oh, well, anybody is a write-in candidate, right? You don't really run as a write-in candidate, do you? I don't know. But anyway, that that was the uh that was the YouTube update I got. That unfortunately means nothing, sadly. Yeah, it doesn't. I I got an update as well. Okay. <clears throat> John Claude Van Damme is at least five foot nine. Everything I'm looking through, I got some listed him at five ten, but five nine okay. still not big enough to play the predator. If you are listening to this and you do look up the early predator with Jean Claude Van Damme and the monster design, it's not intimidating. It's a good thing that they redid this, and when they redid this, they brought in Stan Winston and the mandibles actually on the Predator. That when he takes off the mask, and you know he's got that ugly face, and he's got those mandibles. That suggestion came apparently from James Cameron, who was with Stan Winston on a plane, and Stan Winston was sketching these things out, and he said, and apparently James Cameron said, oh, you know, I always thought it would be cool to see these mandibles on a monster at some point so they got added in and now history is the predator okay <laughs> all right gradings uh -huh. 
Oh, God. Glad I put in all this work. All right. So let's uh, <laughs> move on to grades. Uh, who would like to go first for your grades for Predator 1987? Wow. You were I was born. I have two different grades for it. If the, you're a lady out there or if a gentleman that's not really into watching things like this, you were right to never watch it the first time around. <laughs> Do not watch it now. It is not for us. But if you're somebody who's into this alien stuff and muscle movies, you'll love it. So in that instance, I guess I would give it like a B plus for dudes who are into that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, and, it's a very, it's a very, you're adding a lot of qualifications to this grade. Yeah. If you didn't watch it at this point, no, don't watch it. It sucks. This is like if you're grading the paper of the kid who eats glue in class and <laughs> yeah. sits facing the wrong way. I'm going to give like, him well, a little bell curve. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a B plus. It's a B plus. It's a B plus, yeah. everyone. So there you go. There Aaron you go. gives it a, a solid B plus. F. <laughs> Jared, what about you? Oh, this is an A for me. You know what? I still watching it uh, in 2020. You know, it still looks pretty good to me. This is like a slash. I mean, they call it an action movie. To me, this is like a slasher with big intimidating dudes and i enjoy that i mean it's unfortunate with trailers and stuff i think it kind of throws it off like you said with the spaceship like they're hitting it's already an alien but i try to watch it like oh i don't know if it's an alien and i kind of like that yeah i hadn't really thought of it. i know you mentioned it uh, a little bit here throughout but i think you're right it's a slasher movie with big dudes rather than like high school kids or something yeah. right and with a sci-fi element and yeah i think that's right that's why i was always a little terrified watching this movie and just placing myself in the shoes and you do feel this isolation right in the in the the jungle and having no way to escape and yeah, this thing that fires these lasers from its shoulder and they just come out of nowhere and they just blow your arm off. Poor Carl Weathers. That's an awesome scene where he gets yeah, his arm blown scene. off and he turns around oh, and he's shooting the gun. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's so hilarious. But right, but it's so testosterone fueled. It is a, um, as I think you said, it's a dick measuring contest, both uh, behind the camera and on camera. And um, it's a ton of fun. So fun. And it does hold up well. It looks pretty good. I, it maybe could have been edited a little bit better, but I mean, it's just going for a big blockbuster summer action movie. It's not great. And it, like when I think of what you were saying, like a slasher movie, well, I guess a slasher movie in space is kind of like the original Alien, which is a better movie than this. So if you're yeah. comparing like Predator to Alien, I think you got to give it to Alien. I think Predator is better than Aliens. I hated the sequel. Um, oh, you didn't like Aliens? Fuck that oh, movie. But I, loved it. I think this movie holds up well. And I think you're right. Yeah, it looks good. It's fun. It's dumb fun. Uh, Alien isn't quite as dumb as this for sure. Uh, I don't know how we just became like comparing to Alien. That's not what this is about. This is just about Predator. And I give it a B. I give it a B. I can't believe I'm going lower than Aaron. I'm Here not I surprised. Was you were like really selling it. You can't take it back. Uh-uh. <laughs> You oh, already, that grade is already in pen I, in the grade It doesn't matter. Book. Anybody listening knows how I feel. <laughs> they know what's in my true heart. Hey, Aaron loves this movie more than me. I mean, I think it's a B. It's definitely worth a watch. You should watch it. Have fun. You're not going to be bored. You're not going to have fun. You know, you're you're going to have a ton of fun. Are you it's kidding? It's a fun movie. It's fun. You are going to be like, how much more time before this fucking thing is no, over? No, that's not, I don't, I don't feel that way at all because I think this is actually a pretty swift movie too. Is it not? Isn't it like uh, only in 90 minutes? I thought the thing was so much better. Oh, well, thing is great. Well, yes, the thing is a better movie. What is the, the runtime on this fucking movie, man? Seven hours. Hold on. I got to look that up right now. Okay. This is movie is. Uh, an hour and 40 minutes. That's that's pretty swift. And I feel like, yeah, you're not bored at any point by it. Although it is a slow burn, but that's a slow burn to really get into the alien aspect of it. But before that, there's all kinds of crazy, nutty, machismo competition, bad acting with Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers doing an arm wrestling thing and, um, uh, and the attack on the 
guerrilla compound. You have better things to do with your time. <laughs> now, I will agree with you. For sure, The Thing is a better movie. Far better. Far better movie. But that's why we do these double features, right? And, you know, sometimes we do end up doing them in chronological order, which movie came out first. But if you think about, like, we were going to do a double feature on a Saturday night. Yeah, you put The Thing first because that's a movie that people pay attention to. And Predator comes second. People have already been drinking throughout the thing. It's getting late. People, you can be in Predator. You can step out, talk with your friends, have a smoke, come back in, and just pick up in Predator, and you're not going to be lost. Like, it's that kind of a movie. It's kind of a trashy, dumb, fun movie. Yeah, we're scheduling these double features, The Thing and then The Predator, for sure. Uh, But it's still fun. It's still worth watching once, and definitely just to see The Predator, because when The Predator is out, it's it's great. Yeah, it looks great, too. So, yeah, so there you have it, guys. It's a B plus, an A, and a B from me. And stay the fuck away from it. (laughs) That'll do it for our review of Predator And that'll wrap up our Alien Double Feature. If you want to find out more about this show, head on over to Bandcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at Bandcast. Send us an email to Bandcast at gmail.com. And we will be back with their next double feature in a couple of weeks. Why are we still here?